Welcome back to the Successful AF Podcast with your hosts, Ashley and Fiona. Hi, Fee. How you doing, Ash? Good. <laughs> How's it going? It's good. So this week, we want to talk about the ebbs and flows of friendship, kind of why you outgrow friends, how you let go of them, and how your needs change and you'll gravitate towards who lifts you up in your life at that time in your life. But before we get into that, we want to s- talk about how our friendship started and kind of how it's grown over time and it really has gone up and down <laughs> not not in like a negative way but like we've definitely outgrown each other at certain parts and then came back to where we are now so let's get started talking about that yeah so, so Fiona and I met freshman year of high school <laughs> I'm really excited to hear Ashley's POV <laughs> of how we're friends because I feel like it's different from what mine is oh yeah totally <laughs> I remember like one it was like a year or two ago, and I was like, "Yeah, I never liked you in high school." And you were like, "What? Wait, this is st- wait what? <laughs> I must, I must have wait what? I must have blocked that out again." Okay, wait. <laughs> because, <laughs> damn, that hurts that at so nine a.m. in the morning. <laughs> wow. So, okay, so Fiona and I met freshman year, and when well, the school that we went to was well first of all we went to catholic school so that's already enough background (laughs) but we went to catholic school and i had gone in freshman year but fiona had gone to like their junior high like seventh and eighth grade so she like knew a whole bunch of people going in where like for me it was like oh my god i know like five people here i don't know anybody so fiona was like because she went to the junior high, automatically a part of, like, the popular clique. Like, and I was like, oh, my God, who is this beautiful girl? First of all, <laughs> our class was, like, 110. There's no, no popular was. people. Like, no, it was literally just, it was literally just, popular girl. I was not popular. <laughs> she so was. So, I feel like we didn't really talk freshman year, because we didn't have a lot of classes together. It was, like, sophomore year that we started talking. Yeah, I think that all I remember, like, prior to you coming in was, like, I kind of knew you because you had, like, some friends that were Mm -hmm. already in the school that I was friends with. And we were super aware of, like, the people that were leaving schools that ended in eighth grade and were coming to our school. And I knew you were a dancer, so I was, like, I personally was super excited to, like, be (laughs) friends with you because I was, like, oh, wow, I'm going to have another dancer. there wasn't, there was, like, there was a couple dancers. So, yeah, so Fiona and I didn't really talk freshman year. I literally thought that she was, like, beautiful, like, popular. Like, I was actually terrified of Fiona to start, like, honestly. Everyone tells me that. Like, have you you ever been asked that question of, like, what is something that people – completely misunderstand about you like when they first meet you yeah like me everyone thinks that I'm a bitch like everyone thinks that I'm maybe I am but everyone (laughs) thinks that I'm super intimidating like Kimmy told me that too and like granted like Kimmy was a freshman when I when we met and I was a senior yeah um so it was kind of like a weird dynamic anyway but like she literally was like I'm I was terrified to talk to you (laughs) and I try to be so like overly welcoming like I consider myself Mm. someone who like goes out of but I consider myself someone who like goes out of their way to talk to you and like make people feel comfortable maybe not as a 14 year old girl but like now I feel that way yeah so it's weird people still tell me that so it's weird to me when people are like you're so intimidating I'm like honestly that's kind of a flex like I think that's cool but yeah especially because it's really not like how I am at all when you get to know me yeah no not at all and like I think just back then I was so intimidated already going into, like, this new school, trying to, like, make new friends, meet new people. And then, you know, Fiona and I had talked, like, here and there, like, 
used Hi, to Facebook, Facebook message each other. Yeah. Before you know, we knew each other. Like this for how I feel about you or like whatever the statuses were. <laughs> Fiona and I used to be like, to be honest, I don't know you, but you're a dancer. What was, so the, you seem what was cool. the word? Yeah. What was the word? It was like TBAs. Like this like for a tbh to be oh honest. that's what it was oh yeah, yeah. so weird yeah i would like it and i'm like oh, do i even know you yeah it's like to you be before? honest i don't know to you. be honest i don't know you but you seem cool <laughs> <Yeah>. smiley face <laughs> i was like what yeah. I, I think by like sophomore year we started really talking um and then junior year sophomore junior when was our sweet 16s that was sophomore year sophomore yeah, year so we so were, we were invited friends. to each other's sweet 16s yeah we were there i i think that <laughs> It was always one of those things in high school where we never had any classes together. No. We were never in the same friend group, but no. we felt like the two of us like got along really well just mm-hmm. because we had this like unspoken other world that no one else had of like yeah. competitive dance. And like I remember we would like go into New York City and like take classes together. We, yeah. we literally in 10th grade. That's when we were really good friends. We went and got our belly button spears together. Oh our moms literally God, brought us right. to get our belly button spears. And, and it was so she, funny. And she used to come take you used to come take classes at like my studio. Yeah. Like all the time. Stuff, so. so also. Yeah. Fiona and I like didn't talk at school and then like had this whole life yeah. outside <laughs> like of school. Of school. But also fun fact when i had sent my sweet 16 invitation to fiona's house fiona's mom was like why does this name look so familiar turns out long story short our parents went to college together and they were like in the dance club together right they were in like the dance program at dowling together like uh, they literally yeah. danced together yeah and, like, knew each other yeah and my because my mom was like her like i don't forget that name like your mom had like a very specific name that like people aren't gonna forget so my mom was like that has to be her and it was so that was was so funny that like that even happened because fiona and i just felt like soulmates (laughs) at that point we were like wow this is this friendship is meant to be (laughs) yeah so and then um, fast forward to junior year i got broken up with by my boyfriend (laughs) in high school and he was in Ashley's friend group, and oh, we like yeah. were not allowed to be friends anymore, like in school, like at all. Yeah, like, we no, could not we talk because talk. we were. It was so awkward because like it was their friend group, and then it was like my friend group. Yeah, but I feel like that outgrew like senior year was better, but like yeah. I, junior year was a lot of like yeah, like the initial breakup was rough. It was rough. It was you know that how it high is high school that that two drama. years together like holding hands in the hallway kind of like <laughs> distraught like that it just ruins you you know. <laughs> It's so funny, but, yeah. um, but yeah, there was always like that weird. Yeah. We had a very weird dynamic. We literally just like didn't talk in school. In like, school. I don't know how else to describe that. Not, we just, like, not, did not until talk. like senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So then senior year, we fast really forward close. to senior year. That was when we went to the city together, right? Yes. That's when yeah. we went. We went to like BDC together to yeah. take classes and stuff. But so senior year oh of God. high school, we, me and Ashley, had senior privilege together which is basically first period off right so you would come in in the morning and a lot of people that like drove to school would come in just a period late but a lot of us like me and Ashley I don't like, even know bus. why I did it because I didn't even drive like why it was just because it was just an excuse to like not have another class like, I know but that's so stupid like, I know I know whatever but so we had first period off so we would just like hang out in the cafeteria in the morning with like people that had off because we would take the bus at like a normal time with everyone else so we couldn't even come in late or sleep more me and ashley had this together and she would come in let me tell you this girl (laughs) most miserable person in the mornings she's (laughs) not not a morning morning person. person she hates the morning so she would come in and 
I, like, I'm not a morning person either, but by the time I got to school, like, I was pretty awake, and, like, I was that person that would probably do homework in the morning, like, to get some extra stuff done. Mm, like Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> this girl would come in, and she would, every day, without fail, she'd walk in in a hoodie with a hoodie, like, vacuumed shut on her face. <laughs> like, it was like, don't talk to her. She would walk into the cafeteria. But keep in mind, we were also in Catholic school, so we had to wear a uniform yeah. with skirts, so I'd have sweatpants underneath yeah. my skirt. Sweatpants. Hoodie, hoodie. over yes. my button down. Like Yes, probably like Uggs on. Like, yeah, I used to get yelled at for that. <laughs> my moccasins. Yes. So then she would walk in, like a homeless person, and she would go oh, in and she nice. would get... <laughs> She would walk in and she would go into the cafeteria and she would get two David's okay, cookies. Stop warm. right there. Stop right there. Our school <laughs> made the best chocolate chips. I will not give that school credit for anything. I like the Bosco sticks too. Okay, yes. Those Bosco two. Sticks. Top They're two. like That's it. breadsticks filled with cheese. Ten out of ten. But the David's cookies, okay, they were like the softest cookies and they would leave them under a heat lamp in the mornings. And it was like literally, you couldn't even like pick up the cookie and eat it. You had to eat it with like a spoon because it was that <laughs> soft. Literally. Like I can't describe to you how much I miss those. It was basically like cookie dough, but like oh. warm. Like <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. So I used to get like two or three. Yes. And back then my metabolism was like so <laughs> high, I could do that every day and like be fine. Yes. She would literally come in and eat two David's cookies every single morning. Yeah. And I remember, like, senior year, it was just, like, Ashley just wanted to go to John Jay. And that's all she talked about yep. all the time was she wanted to go to John Jay. So she'd be sitting there with her David's cookies, whatever, talking about that. Then I remember. Well, it was either I ate my David's cookies and fell asleep. Yeah, or, like, she'd usually be sleeping. with you guys. Yes. <laughs> or you would do my hair. Or Sometimes you would be, like, braiding my hair. hair in the morning. Yeah, Fiona can't braid her own hair. I can't. And I'm to be clear, I cannot do anything to my own hair. True. I, I used literally to have to straighten her hair in college. I would say just this past year, I, like, forced myself to learn how to straighten my hair because I hate, like, I'm that type of girl that, like, I wake up, I shower, I leave. Like, I do yeah. not want to get ready. Like, I don't want to put makeup on. I don't want to do my hair i do it for special occasions and that's it but yeah so sometimes she would braid my hair but i remember senior year probably like halfway through you came in and you had not gotten into john jay and you were the most like more depressing in the morning than she could have ever been can i tell you okay the day that i found out i did not get into john jay was like the worst day of my life and i like still had like school dance and everything like that this is also the only school that ashley applied to like she was like i'm going to john jay i'm only applying to john jay and everyone's like in the city so bad and be a forensic psychologist (laughs) Um, <laughs> just it's so funny that. now because it's none of those are Ashley now. Like, yeah, not no, at all. not at all. She's like so funny. Weird, I know. Like I know. So yeah, so she didn't get into John Jay and I remember her sitting there and she was so depressed and every day I'd be like, Ashley, you need to apply to Suffolk because I had already known I was going to Suffolk because I really wanted to go to Stony Brook, but I knew I couldn't get in with my JPA. So my plan was to go to Suffolk for two years. I knew the coaches of the dance team, so I was already going to be on the dance team. And I was like, Ashley, come dance at Suffolk with me. This is our chance. Yeah, We're going to go to college together it. and dance together. And I was like, clearly you have no other plan besides John Jay, so you should just at least apply to Suffolk as like yeah. a safety situation. I did And didn't. let's just go. Yeah. And it I'm like, Ash, really just time. come with me to Suffolk and we'll dance together. And I kept trying to convince her. And every yeah. day she was not applying to Suffolk. So... Fiona kept trying to get me to go to Suffolk, and I was just not about that life. 
Um, and this is probably around like March, April. I um, didn't get into John Jay. It was like so heartbreaking. And my mom had gotten really sick. So we were still doing, uh, you know, everything with senior year, competition dance. We were, you know, going to prom and doing all that. My mom had gotten like so sick out of nowhere in a matter of like three months. She ended up uh, getting hospitalized in June, and we graduated, like, June 7th or something like that. I don't even remember. Yeah, it was, like, really early June. So (coughs) the school that we went to did a graduation in the hospital for my mom, um, and then she died a couple days after that. So at that point, now it's like, wow, what am I going to do? Like... First of all, it's like, wow, this is why I didn't get into John Jay. Yeah, totally. Because my dad had said to me, like, you know, if you had gotten in and I was supposed to, like, move you into the city, like, I don't even know how I would go about doing that right now. We set up, you know, the wakes and everything, my family. And Fiona came. And I remember the week of the wakes, like, obviously, it was a really emotional time. So And the last thing on her mind, obviously, was college. Like, that was, like, not even in your mind. Also... I mean, but we had graduated and you were like, okay, I need to do something. But obviously in yeah. the midst of all of that, so much was happening that like you're not thinking about that, you know? Yeah, but you know, Fiona was. Yeah. So she's yeah. like, at the wake, she's like, you need to like apply. Like you need to email the coach because the week of the wakes was um, tryouts. Tryouts. So okay, let me just clarify. <laughs> this makes me sound like heartless. Like I'm, I'm not at the, I'm not walking into her mom's wake being like, Ash, this is not what's important. What's important is college and being on dancing yeah, with no, me. No, no, That's no, no, not no. How, what she there means. There was at the wake, you know, kind of sat in the back, like minded our own business. Like obviously I had to keep getting up and saying hello to people, you know, thank people for coming. But majority of the time we were in the back. We had a flask. Like that was it. 18 year old Ashley was just on it. <laughs> so, you know, we weren't really like talking about what was going on. Like it wasn't. Like, my friends back there were for, like, a distraction, mm-hmm. almost, you know? Like, it was, yeah. like, I had multiple friends from, like, f- different friend groups, from some from dance, some from school, some from my home friends. Like, a lot of different people just sitting with me and, like, distracting me. Like, not sitting there, you know, giving me their condolences because, obviously, it's, you know, that's my time to, like, get away from that, you know, while my family's up front dealing with that. So... In the back, Fiona's like, you know, tryouts are this week. And I'm like, oh, my God, because of my mom's funeral, I'm not going to make the dance team. I know. And I had obviously, like, I knew the coaches personally because they were from my studio. And I had already talked to them about. Like, yeah, Fiona hyped me up. Well, like, they well, already knew who I was. Yeah, and, like, they kind of already knew, Ashley, because she would always come to the studio and, like, take classes. Like, they had a general idea of who she was, and she was my friend. But also, Suffolk wasn't as intense of a team as ones we were on like later on it was no, more yeah. of, like Our a casual year. like you can you can kind of join the team anytime because we were always looking for new people yep and so I had told the coaches about her previously and I was like you know trying to get her to come here I think she's gonna end up going to Suffolk and like she'll join the team if I'm on the team and I I make her do it whatever and so the week of tryouts I had already told them that her mother passed away and like she and I was like, Ash, you just need to send in a video audition. Like, it's fine. Like, just do this. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to make the team. Like, they're not going to let me on the team because of so ridiculous. And I was like, like Ash, are you joking? Like, like think back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are we kidding? Like, 
that's not true at all especially because like we know them now so it's like yeah obviously <laughs> that's not okay like, yeah so I had sent I like emailed them and I was like oh sorry like I can't make it to tryouts because it's like my mom's wake <laughs> yeah and they were like okay no problem like what are they gonna say you yeah. know send us a video like oh I, sorry you're cut <laughs> yeah I didn't even do like a nice video like it was literally me and actually my teacher Donald. You could have literally sent your competition solo and you would have made it. It was team. it was a combo in yeah. class. Like it wasn't even like like yeah. it was a great combo. Don't get me wrong. And like w- I danced really good in it. it was I'm one sure of my you did best six videos. turns in the. Oh my god! <laughs> it was one of my best <laughs> videos. I literally will never forget that video. Like what was, I, what was the song? I feel like I remember. Um, Chainsmokers. Oh yeah. Dun 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 it was when you you did like a million turns. Me and you, like, Donald hit it. were like right it was on like, time. Dun, Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Yes, 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 I know. I know. Oh my god, that was like my it's on iconic your Instagram. I love that. Video. I love and she was like, "Great, you made it." <laughs> Meanwhile, because so, this girl was probably on the team before she even signed the video, because I already had like hyped yeah, her up yeah. Fiona hyped me up so much and was like showing the coach like videos of me. It was like this is my best friend. Like yeah, because you know, like Fiona said, we had taken a lot of classes together, so we had a lot of videos of us dancing together. Yeah, like we so. knew that each other didn't suck. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like bringing like yeah. a random girl that's just my friend on the team. Like, yeah, I needed, yeah, no. I wanted an asset to the team for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for <laughs> thinking of me as an asset, not as your friend <laughs> <laughs> you're both oh thanks <laughs> we ended up going to Suffolk together yeah um, well also just to give a little bit extra background I made the team right and didn't think about anything else so now here it is August a week before oh classes start and my coach is like I need you to send me the schedule and I was like um, yeah like her class schedule yeah and I was like um I I actually don't have it she's like i'm actually not even going to this school i was like i didn't apply like all i did was try out for the dance team (laughs) and she was like oh um okay like we need to set you up with that asap so like fast forward i had like a friday 8 a.m class because i picked my classes so late it was so bad um and i officially went that fall so. Yeah, so me and Ashley started Suffolk together our freshman year, and it was so exciting because, first of all, for us, I don't know about you, but for me personally, like, everyone talks crap about Suffolk and c- going to community college and stuff, but, like, for me, it was, like, my first day at public school. Like, I was, yeah. like, <laughs> I was, like, this is the best experience of my life. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm I'm in a campus. We can There's wear more whatever people. we want. I can wear sweatpants to school. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm walking around and, like, I know everyone, even though it's, like, a brand new, like, I knew a lot of people that went to Suffolk already, obviously, from, like, yeah. dance and stuff. And I'm, like, oh, my God. And then, like, the dance team was athletic, so we were getting all this free stuff. Yeah, we we got priority athletic, registration. Athletic, was I was, like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, honestly, like everybody talks so much crap about it, but Suffolk was one of the best experiences we both had. And I think, you know, it kind of reflected when we went into our bachelor's degree and the schools like didn't treat us as well. Yes. Suffolk treated us so well. And you I know? think that even even um in my classes, like my professors, like I always had great professors. I yeah. I know them personally was in a major, so it was a little bit yeah, different. I had I, a very specific program and I was very close to my professors. Yeah, so she had a lot of the same professors mm-hmm. for multiple classes, whereas I was just liberal arts. Mm-hmm. So I had a wide range of different professors. So it was a little bit different. But um, I think it really helped us, like, establish core foundation or, like, a good foundation mm-hmm. for, like, college going forward. Because I felt yeah. that when I transitioned to Stony Brook, like, 
I walked in and I was like, why are people in classes just sitting on their laptops, not even answering the teachers? Like, no one's talking. Like, it was a very different dynamic. But yeah, I just, I loved everything about Suffolk. It yeah. was like a culture shock for me. And it was like the best beginning of college experience I could have ever had. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. It was definitely a culture shock. You know, Fiona and I came from the same high school. So, you know, obviously it was a culture shock for both of us. But I just can't emphasize enough how well they treated us and I really think like for Fiona and I like dance is so important to us obviously we didn't major in dance we had very different majors um but when you're on a dance team and the school doesn't appreciate you doesn't consider you like a part of their program or they don't highlight you like in Suffolk, when you walk through the mall and see the shark standing next to like a couple girls in uniform, like those are the dancers. And like they really highlight the dancers. And, uh, you know, we were con- like Fiona said, we we're considered athletics. So I have, you know, a duffel bag, a backpack. They paid for all of our clothes and trips and we. And we still fundraised. Yeah, but we still we had to didn't fundraise, but it, it wasn't, wasn't like as extreme. And we got priority registration just like the other athletes. Yeah, which we is were nice very because we were able to, you know, not have classes during practice, which, you know, is hard. Especially, I don't I don't know, were you considered priority registration for Stony Brook? Yeah. No, we weren't athletics at all. Yeah, no, neither yeah. were we at St. Joe's. So it was like some girls, like, had classes that ended either right before practice or overlapped into practice. But, yeah, overall, like, we had a great experience at Suffolk together. So then, yeah. and I mean, it's, it's so weird to, you know, hear other people's stories about Suffolk, you know, where they came and went and didn't do anything else and hated it. And they yeah, just like talk so much crap about it. Where you have to, you get what you put in. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we went and like, I was determined to like be super involved in the dance team. I was super involved on campus with my business program and my professors and I was scheduling events and like. Half of my resume is from Suffolk. Yeah. You know, like all the things that I did that helped me in my career were foundations I learned in my first two years at community college. Not to mention, we don't have student loans. So, like, all yeah. these people that are going to, like, colleges that are 60K a year, that's fine if that's the experience you want. But, like, I personally, like, I wouldn't go back and change Yeah, but you know what? I think uh, talking about experiences, I actually said this the other day. Because, you know, you and I have obviously a group from Suffolk that we met them through Suffolk. And, like, it's so weird to think, like, those are my college friends. And, like, I think going into Suffolk, I genuinely didn't think I'd have that. Like, I let go of that experience. Like, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to have any college friends. And I think looking back, it's so, like, I did have that experience. Like, I had a great time you know, the group, I used to pick Fiona up every single day to go to practice, to go to school. Like we used to do everything together. And our group after practice used to go to friendlies or go to Taco Bell. And we used to like all hang out. Like it was like, I spent my life with these people for like two years. I think that my graduation from Suffolk was one of the most devastating like experiences. Like, cause it it was so hard because it was like, we only got two years together. Everyone else gets four and we graduated and then we all went completely different directions. But um, it was just so sad and it was exciting because we were all going on to like further our careers. But I feel like me and Ashley were talking about this the other day because we had just done the episode about the pandemic and we didn't bring up how we missed our graduation because I don't feel like I did. Like, I think yeah. my mom was more sad about 
uh, me missing my graduation than I was because I was yeah, just like, well, I already degree. had, yeah, and I was like, I already had my college graduation, yeah, like, and I, I still feel that way, like, I cared more about the people I was with at Suffolk, like, yeah. no offense to people I was with at Stony Brook, but like, even like in my major and like all this stuff, like, I was just so much more attached to Suffolk, um, so that graduation meant a lot to me. I think it was also a little bit of shell shock going from Suffolk to our bachelor degrees where, I mean, my school didn't care too much about the dance team. And, you know, it was just a totally different experience from getting everything and anything to like almost nothing. But also, like the school itself, when they put you aside and, you know, don't really prioritize your team, you feel it. Like oh, it, yeah, 100%. You know, like, when we were at Suffolk, we were proud to, like, wear Suffolk athletics and walk around, and we thought we were, like, the coolest people on earth, where, like, going into my bachelor's degree wasn't like that at all. Like, it was very... I think at Stony Brook, it's a little different, because I think that the, we had a lot of issues with the school not respecting us and not giving us enough money, and we were kind of somewhere in between athletics and club, so, well, like, that's we, what we like, were. yeah, so, we were like, we got a club sport. Yeah, like, like a club sport, but, like, <laughs> why is the band athletics? Like, let me know. Um, oh, my God. I did not know that. We don't even have a oh, band. Oh, you didn't so know that? You didn't know that the, the Stony Brook band is athletics? Like, they recruit for that band? Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. What do they do that's athletic? You know. They run with instruments. That's all they do. Oh, my anyway, God. Anyway, so... We were kind of always, like, fighting with the school, and it was, like, a lot because... That's how we were. Yeah, so in terms of that, it was rough because we weren't... U- I wasn't used to doing that, and... No, we didn't getting, have we to. Weren't respected. Our coach was in the... I remember. Like, worked in the athletic department at Suffolk. Yes. So it was, like, yes. we needed something. She just, like, you know, yelled to the desk next to her. Literally. And was like, hey, they need this. Perfect example is we went to nationals, college nationals, in Florida to represent the school like <laughs> dance and cheer yeah that we doesn't are matter Fiona come on no I know but like we're literally at nationals representing the school let just to put this in perspective Ohio State goes to nationals to represent their school they have six national titles they have their own athletic facility at their school like they're respected like dance is respected in other schools yeah so we're at nationals it's the dancing but the like most team. people just like don't even care. I'm saying cheer like they too. Don't. Like dance and cheer should be respected in both schools. Yeah. And so anyway, so we're at nationals and I remember we're on the bus and we're getting ready to go perform literally the day that we're competing and we get an email from the like spirit coordinator or whatever and they're like, Hey, are you coming to the game today? <gasps> we're like, dude, we're literally at nationals. Like this yeah. is our one thing that we do all year that we work all year towards I, you know, to win a title for your school. Honestly, I really truly don't think that the schools understand. Like for Fiona and I, like when we were choosing our bachelor's degree, like th- if the school didn't have a dance team, like we weren't going there. Yeah. And like, like that was important to me. It's important and to us. Yeah. In schools that are like big schools like Ohio State and stuff, like they recruit those dancers yeah, in like, like 10th grade. Go they for go and the dance yes, team. and they yes, and they get like full rides because yeah. they're like fully athletics and obviously those teams are much more yeah. extreme. But and still, especially still dance on Long be Island is so big that like people, you know, choose to go to certain schools because of the dance team. You know, and I think that like looking back, it's like 
I don't know if I would have gone to St. Joe's if they didn't have a dance team. Like, I might have chose Stony Brook or, you know, LIU or something different just because, you know, dance is important to me. I completely agree. And it's not as important as, like, my major. Like, I understand that. I'm not saying, like, go to a school based on the dance team. But, like... That definitely was a factor. Like it was I completely like, agree. And like, oh, if I'm gonna go to this school, like, do they have a dance team? And in no? high school, mm. in high school, when I was looking at schools, that was like that one was of the most important. Impo- I, I knew from a pretty young age, I would say that I didn't want to pursue dance as a career, but I yeah. knew that I wanted to do it all of college. And yeah. college dance is so different from. Oh, yeah. But it's so fascinating and like it's so amazing to watch. And I was like, I want to be doing game day. I want to be, you know, I want to be involved and I want to keep dancing. Exactly. You you truly like these your teammates are your family. Like, you know, for however many years. And then, you know, you you could never talk to them again. But if you saw them in like a year or two, like you'd hug them like. Yeah. You guys experience something together that you will never experience with anyone else. No. so I, I remember even in high school, like I was like, I want to go to Stony Brook because I want to be on Stony Brook dance team. And I was mm-hmm. like sitting there at senior year manifesting like I will be in Disney with Stony Brook dance team in 2020. And like, that's yeah. all I want for my life. And I got that. And I remember reaching that point and being like, OK, like now I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Cause yeah. I, and I, I literally put that on Instagram because I was like, it's OK. This is all I ever wanted for myself. And now I'm yeah. like, OK, what am I doing now? Um, but yeah, like that was it was such a culture shock. So when Fiona and I did go to our bachelor's degree, you know, obviously we went from spending almost every single day, every single night, every single night, night at Taco Bell together, you know, to going to blast like three times a week. Oh, it was disgusting. It was actually really bad. But, you know, we went to now going to completely different schools. So, you know, going from spending almost every single day together to being on completely different schedules was, you know, kind of a little bit of a shock for both of us. And I think that's kind of what we wanted to talk about with our topic today, because, you know, for those two years, Fiona and I really kind of not distance ourselves on purpose, but we did. And we kind of lost touch. And it was like, I remember Fiona, like somebody, I think you like got out of a relationship or somebody broke up with you. And it was like, we hadn't talked for like a month or so, but Fiona and I are the type of friends that can, you know, pick up where we left off. And she called me crying that her boyfriend broke up with her. And I was like, okay, come over. Like, it was like 11 o'clock at night or something. Yeah, I remember um, when that happened. That was actually August 2019. It literally... And it was because, like, this boyfriend that I had is, like, the boyfriend I was dating, like, all through Suffolk. Suffolk. Not the whole time, time but, like, my my sophomore year. Like, we were dating the whole time. she was always around. They were always around each other. And she, like, knew our relationship really well. And at the time, like... I think me personally, I really like at least Ashley had some friends going into um, St. Joe's at her in her bachelor's. But for me, my junior year was so miserable because I went from having so many friends that I knew and I trusted and I talked to all the time to like being on a team where I had literally no friends. And I was a new person on the team as a junior, which like wasn't you weren't respected as much. You were like treated like a freshman, basically. Yeah. And they weren't really welcoming like. I just felt like I didn't have a good friend group. And then I also felt super lost, like, in my relationship and in myself. And I, it just was a very, very different experience for me. So I had already been going through so much and just felt like I kind of didn't have a good friend group around me at this time. So when I went through this breakup, I was I li- immediately called Ashley. And I was like, I need to come over and, like, yeah. talk about this. And I think it's important that 
you know, to note that Fiona and I did lose touch. Like, it, we were not talking as much as we do now, as much as we did, you know, before going into our bachelor's degree. But I never, I never felt like we weren't friends. Like, no. I would, like, and I think that's, like, I a think big it was reason. Just, I think we both knew that we were at, like, different stages. And it was, like, we we're both the type of people that can put the friendship on the back burner and it's not offensive. Like if I'm going through something and don't talk to Fiona for a month, like it's Fiona wouldn't be upset by it. Like whenever I did call her, she'd be like, Hey, what's up? Like, how's it going? You know, what's, what's been going on, you know? But I think it's important that you surround yourself with friendships like that. Like I, I think I can say 90% of the friends that I have, if I was to, you know, drop off the face of the earth and not talk to anybody for a month and come back, I'd probably have, you know, my phone blown up with messages being like, Hey, are you good? But you know, besides that, they, you know, the second I decided to answer the phone, they'd be like, Hey, are you okay? Like, you know, what, what's going on? Like, I haven't spoken to you in a while, you know? And I think it's really important for me to look for that in a friendship because I'm very low maintenance when it comes to being a friend. Like if you don't want to hang out or talk for three weeks, I am completely okay with that. Like I probably will do the same thing, but you know, every now and then we're like, Oh, you know, haven't seen you in a really long time. Like let's do something, you know? And I, and I, yeah. And I think it's, it's really hard because I feel like I have so many different friendship dynamics in my life Mm -hmm. because I think like Ashley's consistently a low maintenance friend. Like that's just like how she is all the time in all of her friendships. Yeah. For me, I think that I'm really able to recognize which friends I have to, because like, so let's say like Ashley's a low maintenance friend. I have a few friends that are like that. And sometimes it gets to the point of like, if I don't reach out to her, like, we will not talk. And, like, <laughs> it's, like, recognizing that, like, that's not on purpose. Like, she's not, like, ignoring me. She doesn't not want to talk to me. But, like, it, it is now my responsibility to reach out because I just know that, like, that's how she is. Yeah. And, like, I, it's, like, I've come to terms with that. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with having those friends. Like, I have probably, like, three or four that are like that. And it's, like, I'm the one that's, like, sending them 18 messages and calling them until they answer me. Yeah. Because that's what they need. And, like, those people usually, like, lose a lot of friends if the other person isn't willing to be like that. And, like, yeah. it's it's just how it is. Um, but I also consider myself a low-maintenance friend for some other people because, like, I am also the friend that I probably won't reach out to you whenever, like, all the time. But... But every reach now out and then, you know, yeah, you, but if you people reach out message, to me, yeah. I'm saying I, I also have friends that are more direct like that, that are always mm-hmm. the planners that always text me and they're like, we're going to do this. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm also like pretty laid back so I can go back and forth. Yeah. And I think it's important to like recognize which friendships you need to do which one for. And I think very Gemini of you. <laughs> it is very Gemini of me. <laughs> that's why I'm a Gemini rising. So that's why I feel like I'm a little like that too. Like yeah. definitely a little bit more laid back. The Aries in me does not come out with my <laughs> friendships. That's for sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. And I think that it's those moments when you, you recognize how that other person is treating your friendship. I think there's some times where it's blatantly like they just don't want to be friends with you anymore. And like, it's just you guys are outgrowing each other and you kind of have to accept that. But there are some times where you like they're just not going to reach out. And like if you want to stay friends with them, it's on you to reach out to them and yeah. maintain that. Because a lot of times it's like you go back and forth and it's like they might just feel like you're not reaching out. And like you might just feel like they're not reaching out. And it's I've ha- I've been in those situations before where it's like, well, you didn't text me. Well, you didn't text me. And it's like like one of you just has to 
bite the bullet and text yeah. them and tell them how you feel. And like, I think more people need to treat friendships like relationships. And I think yeah. that's really what it comes down to. It's like friendships that you really, really want to keep, especially you have to put in the work. You have to put in the work. And especially like how ours, how ours was where it's been so long now that we've been friends and it's really gone up and down and we've grown with each other. We've grown apart from each other, but we're still here. And if anything, now we're stronger than ever. And it just, it's because we put work in and we, you know, came back together at certain points in our life. And there are always going to be points in your life where. Yeah. And I, I don't think we expressed enough. Like when we were in our bachelor's degree, like Fiona and I like really did not talk. Like, it was like we were liking each other's on Instagram and then we'd be like, oh, like, saw you did this. How did that go? You know, when we were at nationals, we met up for like a quick second, you know, took a picture and that was it. Like yeah. we, we, we were really always supportive of each other. And I would say we probably tried to catch up like once a month or I would say even longer. I feel like really? we did not. We were on two. I think separate we called schedules. each other. Yeah, it like, was I don't like, like we wouldn't text, but like occasionally, like we would Facetime each other, and be like, and "Okay, be catch like me up hour, on what's going on." Like Facetime, mm-hmm. really. I don't want to say put a strain on our friendship because I don't think either one of us felt that strain. But it was like I think we just knew that we were at different points in our life right now, and you know we were at a point in our life where we were on completely different schedules, it w- two different schools that were so far away. Stony Brook is like. 15 minutes from Fiona's house but like it's like 25 minutes from my house oh okay 20 okay it's not that close (laughs) like 25 (laughs) minutes from Fiona's house but then like another 45 50 from my house so it was like you know trying to like meet up if she was like just leaving you know Stony Brook or something like that was just like so difficult we were just at like a very different point in our life and like I think we both understood that and knew that and like it was okay and that's why like after we graduated and then after you know once the pandemic hit now we're sitting at home you know Fiona and I would call each other every now and then and just you know kind of like she said catch each other up and you know it wasn't until I'd say like midway through the pandemic or so like when I started going into real estate I would say oh god what I would say we got close at during your last breakup but I would say that we we really came together during that time and (laughs) <laughs> I was like, no way. And I felt like this was my time to shine. I am like the person. You know, the queen of breakups. It takes her four months to get over them. So. Okay, but like I am the person that all of my friends like come to me when they are going through a breakup yeah. because I've gone through it now four times, three times. With three to four months in between. Yes, but I am devastated when it first happens and I'm really good <laughs> at getting over it. Clearly because then within four months I'm back in action. So... Uh, Yeah, but I think, uh, like, I always am very good. I think a lot of people struggle because a lot of people have those friends that either can't relate to what they're going through or they, you know, or they have those friends that are like, it's fine, you're fine, you're going to, like, do this and do that. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, but you haven't been through that. And, like, I think that I'm a good balance of, like, just kind of being there for you and, like, letting you lean on me for whatever you need in that moment, whether it's crying, venting, but also, like, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm going to give you honest advice. I'm yeah. going to tell you how to move forward. But without just being like, you'll be fine. You'll get over it. You'll be so much better in the future. You know, and like, it's important to have 
different types of friends because of situations like that. And I think it's important to note that you're going to gravitate to whoever can help you in that moment, you know, especially when you're going through something like that. If, you know, like Fiona said, you know, some of my friends can't relate to what I was going through. Um, so, you know, she's one of the few people who's like, I, I know exactly what you're going through. Like, let's talk it out right now, you know? And I think it's important that it was okay for me to gravitate toward her, you know, during that time where, you know, if that never happened, maybe I wouldn't have, you know, leaned on her so much, but you know, Fiona's not the type of person to take offense to that either. That like, oh, she only, you know, started talking to me because she needed me. Like, it wasn't like that, you know, and I think I'm not that type of person. Like, I don't feel like I use my friends for, you know, whatever I need. But I think it's important to note that you're going to gravitate to whoever, you know, lifts you up in that moment, you know, and like, especially when you're going through something like that, like, you know, there's some friends that, you know, I told bare minimum to and I would not spill my heart out to them like I did with Fiona. You know, it was like I tell them a tiny thing and, you know, this is what happened and that's it, period. You know? Yeah, and I think it comes down to also being super self-aware, just like you have to be in a regular relationship with like a love, a love interest or a partner because it's the same thing where – you have to recognize that they have other friends. And I, this mm-hmm. has been like a recurring thing recently, not in my life, but a lot of my friends where they're really struggling because people like their friends are coming to them that they consider to be their best friends and they can't understand why they went to someone else for advice and not them and like all this stuff. And it's like, take a step back and be like, what can I actually provide for this person? Because like they're going to have different friends for different times of their life and different aspects of their life but I think it's like it's okay for people to have other friends yes definitely I think that needs to be a little bit more normalized you know just because you know I view somebody as like one of my really close friends you know they they're gonna have other friends and you know I may put them as a number one friend and they may not put me as a number one friend and that's okay and I I think that's so crazy isn't that so crazy though yeah like it's something you start to realize as you get older because like, I, I know a lot of people that view me as their, like, number one best friend. Or I view them as my number one best friend. But they might not feel that way about me. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like realizing that you're not is kind of, like, interesting. But it's it's okay at the yeah. same time. Like, because I have friends that, you know. And, like, I've never had anyone in my life that's not okay with that and doesn't recognize yeah. that. Um, I think, like, also we're kind of at the age that, like, if people aren't going to be friends with us, you know we're at that point that like we're not going out drinking every weekend we're not seeing people like sometimes I feel like you're friends with people because of the things that you do like you're friends with somebody because you're on the dance team you're yeah friends with somebody no because exactly you go to that college and like you wouldn't be friends with them otherwise and I mean I don't know I feel like I have my group from Suffolk and I feel like I have my group from St. Joe's and there's other people that were on the team with us that we were friends with but we don't talk to them anymore and that's okay, you know, like, we were friends for that time, and it's great. I will, if I saw them in public, I'd be happy to see them, but I think it's just recognizing that, you know, you kind of outgrow those people, yes. and I feel like we're at the point of our lives that we're not really outgrowing people anymore. Like, we kind yes. of already have 
are set, you know, we're working, we're, you know, busy with the podcast and, you know, teaching dance and things like that. So I feel like if we were going to outgrow people, like it would have already happened. I think that 2021 was like a huge year for me where I outgrew a lot of friendships. And when I look well, back, especially with the pandemic, yes. it was like, you know, if you weren't forced to talk to these people, how many people would you actually talk to? Yeah. And I think that, you know, but I think light. regardless, like just just growing up and being at such different parts of your life it's like people get in relationships and people do this and that and like they're just they just kind of like aren't as important to you as they once were and that's okay and when I look back at all the friendships that I've outgrown I can directly correlate that they came into my life at a time where I really needed them like I really leaned on them and I really needed a person to be there for me for that moment whether it was a breakup or just a setback like something going on in my life where I just like really needed to lean on them and now they're not in my life anymore and I recognize that that's okay I think it's also important to note that like as you get older like we said you know you kind of become friends with people because of a certain instance because you're on the same dance team because you go to the same school things like that but I think it's also important to note that as adults I feel like we're doing that and I didn't expect that you know, when I had gone into my field, you know, in real estate, I can't even tell you how many people I've met. It's crazy to me. And I feel like there's a whole new world of like real estate agents and home inspectors and, you know, mortgage lenders who I never would expected like wanted to build relationships. And they do because relationships are so important in our industry. And I just I knew that. But I thought you know, when they talk about relationships, it's like with your clients. And I think meeting people in the industry is like so crazy to me that, you know, I'm building these relationships. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. I, I think it's weird because there are definitely different types of relationships than yes. we've ever experienced before. Cause it's like you get older and you have to find a weird balance of them being less personal and mm -hmm. more professional Yes. But for me, like, I'm just the type of person that I kind of just put everything out there. And my social media is, I think, a good combination of that. I feel like we, o Ashley and I always had to kind of filter our social medias. Like, we never put too much out there that was super personal or, like, provocative or anything like that. No, but yeah. because I think when we were on dance teams, we were held to a certain standard on a collegiate you level. I just think over time, like, now I feel like my social media and stuff like that has gone a more professional route and I think that I'm more aware that my entire persona has to come across that way yes than I used to be but also you want to make it somewhat personal so they can relate to you and they don't feel like it's just a business relationship Correct. you know yes so it's 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 a hard line to cross yeah. and I think it's just it's a completely new experience you know when I hang out with my friends I'm not talking about my ambitions and my goals but yeah I think two key points of going off of what you just said is like one make sure your friends are supportive of what you're doing in your career because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times like friends especially as you start to get older and you you might start to get more successful than them or you know like vice versa and it's like you should be supportive of them regardless and if someone's starting to judge you or you feel like they're not supportive especially in our fields because I feel like it showed a lot of true colors of like people that are like oh you're gonna do that you're not gonna just get a job or you know, stuff like that, where Whereas it's like you have other people in your life. I don't know about you, but for me especially, it's like 
they're like, oh, I, I give this person your business card. And I'm like, yeah. Wow. Thank like, you. Like sure this one is like, oh, I gave my brother, you know, he's going to start looking soon. I gave him your card. Like, you and know, I you think that was another reason that Ashley and I connected on such a new level was mm-hmm. like going into the same similar career path of like risk and entrepreneurship. And so it was just it's I feel like you really need to surround yourself with people that are going to su- be supportive of your career and your life, regardless of what you choose to do. It's really important to note that, like. Yes, you know, friendships and relationships in general can come in all different shapes, sizes. And, you know, when you make that really good connection, it's also important to note that, you know, there may be times that you're not as close or you're closer. And it's okay to have, you know, that ebbs and flows of a friendship and a relationship in general. Yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge that your friendships will always come and go and it's okay. And I think as long as you keep moving forward and you recognize that you're going to make even more like strong relationships and friendships in your life, it's, it's really never going to stop. Like building relationships never stops in your life. You know, you could, you could meet your best friend at 65 if you really want, you know what I mean? It's, it's not going to change, but I, I think it's important to also note that if you want to, if there's a certain person in your life that you've known for whether your whole life or a very long time and you feel like the two of you don't view their relationship the same or you feel like it's fading out, it's important for you to step up and say something to them and treat it as if it's a relationship with a partner where you would be like, hey, I, I don't know like what's going on. but Communication. Communication is literally everything in all aspects of your life. So don't be afraid to really tell your friends um, how you feel and also set boundaries like we kind of talked about in that other episode. Um, you can do that with friends too. You know, it doesn't have to just be, it's very important, you know, and I don't know, I'd, I'd never be afraid to like tell your friends how you truly feel. Cause it's not, it's not good if you're going to start resenting them for something and slowly stop becoming friends. So if yeah, you really, truly, I got to work on, can we just, let me just say we are recording. We started recording at like 10 a.m. This girl is drinking a cherry slush energy drink. She's eating, like, I don't even know what these are, sweet cereals and a Rice Krispie treat. Like, this is your breakfast? This is what you eat in the mornings? Yeah. No um, wonder you're on crack all the time. There's so much energy. I'm, like, out here, like, exhausted because I'm actually eating, like. You should try. Okay, so Rice Krispie treats are actually carbs. So if you have them before workout, it's actually really good for you. It gives you energy. Without all the calories. Anyway, thank you for listening to this week's episode. We're super excited for next week. We have a special guest coming on. Uh, So stay tuned for that. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a rating and review. When this episode launches, I'll be in Disney. So I'm super excited. I still have not gone to Disney. <laughs> I will be in Disney when this episode launches, though. So I yeah, will be we drinking. Should have talked about it last week. Yeah, but whatever. I'll be drinking around the world in Disney while listening to this episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so follow us on social media at Successful AF Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, and you can join our Facebook group. I believe the link will be listed under this episode. The group is at Successful AF Podcast. You go to our Facebook page and then ask to join the group. Perfect. Yes. So we're going to start to be super active on that group. So we're excited for you guys to have more say in what we talk about in these episodes. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.